Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrew, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm here with Tom Spence and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. And this week we're talking about the nightmare that is scheduling meetings. Nick, uh, scheduling... Nick, shh. Nick, meetings. <laughs> so um, this brought into focus recently for me because um, we, I am in a group of six regular online board gamers. Yes. And during lockdown, it was a dream because every Saturday night was Here I Stand night. And we would... Uh, just, Here I Stand. Yeah. Here I Stand is the name of the game. Other board games are available. Mm. But it's one of the best. You've got six, precisely six players who are, who are into. What's quite, it about? I know this is not what we're talking about, but I'm into. Well, I'm already into it. What's it? Well, it's about the wars of the Reformation. Okay, and it's it's very sort of asymmetric. So each of the six players has very different powers and capabilities. But for example, one player is the Protestants. Yeah, and they start out with almost nothing yeah. and have to kind of grow a religious movement. Another player is the Pope, who yeah. starts out very powerful and ends up gradually losing to them. You've got France, who are kind of in a war with the Habsburgs, but the Habsburgs have got to worry about the Ottomans, yeah. and the Ottomans can do piracy and then you've got the british who really are mainly concerned with having henry just needs an heir yeah so um we're, so we're, by it's, the way we're not exciting. doing the forget what we were going to talk about when we're, we're going to be talking about this instead yeah. it's great stuff but and during lockdown it was a dream because yeah. you just say same time next week lads yeah. and um goes, yeah. since lockdown ended um obviously it's a lot harder mm -hmm. now we've got to we're, we're normally playing about once every two or three months um and we had a date fixed up <clears throat> provisional um, at the end of the last session and now unfortunately one of our crew can't make it that day so nightmare right how on earth do we find a date there's six of us all on the ends of different emails at different times and we're forced to be able to find a date and of course you just what do you do how do you do it like it just seems like a hell of a lot of work. And do in this send, case, you, you must propose, have each You propose the... some dates and then somebody else says, no, I can't do that one. And so you go, could you do this one? And then inevitably you start going, well, if we look a bit further out and then this guy's on holiday that day. And, you know, it's just endless email trails to try and say, is there a way of doing it properly? Why is it such a nightmare? And um, is there too much? Is there too much in general? Do we do we have too many meetings? Yeah, What's the, how do we deal with the problem of meetings? I've got a solution for you. I'm gonna Go save on. it. I'm gonna say well. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I think you guys, what you should do. First of all, I'm I'm amazed that online gamers have got anything, any commitments on a Saturday night. But anyway, um, beyond <sighs> they're in-person gamers now. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, but um, you need a. a, a you need to get a, a secretary. That's not the assistant. You need a diary assistant. That's what you, sh you sh the six of you should pull your resources and get a, a get a, a get a, a diary assistant. That's All what right. you need. Yeah. There you go. Well, it sounds to me as though your problem in this instance, Nick, isn't actually really a you know finding a time. It's an information sharing problem. It seems like if everyone shared their diaries completely, you could just look for where they they line up and where there's a free slot. But it seems like because you're doing it all over email you only find out that something isn't working once you've committed resources to setting it up mm. for that date. If all the information was available up front, then you could turn it into a fairly simple optimization problem of finding the optimal gap. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but that relies on a whole bunch of things which aren't true. Um, E.g. that everyone has a kind of easily shareable calendar and that there aren't people who basically use a Philofax or whatever. I use a to... paper calendar, but I could take a photo of it. 
But then, then you're putting the work onto someone, aren't you? That's the point. So it's like there's. But it this... sounds like it's quite a lot of work already, Nick. Yeah, uh, yeah, but 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 what I'm saying is, is there like a way you're of doing more it in solutions use... than you are getting the joy out of moaning about something? And you need to get yourself that's, into that's true. Maybe, get with the program. Maybe I'm the problem here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would definitely are if you've got a paper diary, because my uh, my girlfriend's the same. She's she's uh, basically the master version of her calendar is uh, her file of facts. Yeah, same with my wife. And, 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 and you're like, you know, well, uh, so you have to kind of then put in effort to coordinate, make sure you've got all of the um, same appointments in the same place. And of course, when I move one, if I move work meeting, it moves for everyone. Whereas, you know, if I move a home commitment from, you know, one day to another, it, it, there's then a kind of, I've got to send an email saying, we're now doing this on this day. Mm. Um, so I... I get it. Like what you're saying is if we could share all of the information about our commitments, um, it would be easy. Yeah, I agree. But that isn't true and it's not going to happen. And it's still a lot of work. You know, it's still a pain. So, I mean, is that it? Podcast finish? Meetings are difficult. Arranging well, stuff is difficult. I think it's worth talking about different types of meetings as well. Because I think what you're describing is a particularly difficult problem, Nick, where you have, was it six people? Yeah, precisely you six. You need six people to play the game and you have six players. Um, so finding a day when all six of those people are free is always going to be slightly more constrained. Whereas a lot of meetings have people who can attend. You know, there's a there's a number that's good. Yeah, you know, there might it's be a flexible. Forum. Some can, some yeah, don't need to. You need a to. subset of all the possible invitees. Yeah, that's much easier to find because at that mm. point you can make a decision, and as long as it meets the threshold, fine. Um, and it gets to kind of combinatorics type problems. There's another type of a problem in this space where, for example, if I were a fire warden and I was trying to do fire training for everyone in an office, everyone needs to go to the meeting, but it can be multiple meetings. They don't all have to be there at the same time. And then you have a separate problem, which is finding the most efficient way to get all of those people trained. So the fewest number of meetings you could for uh, could organize to have everyone attend a meeting. Mm. And... That's actually quite a well-studied problem um, because you can reduce it to a thing called the set cover problem, which is basically when you have a set of objects, which is kind of your universe for the problem, and then you have subsets that contain any permutation of those or any subset, subset permutation of those elements. Uh, and the question then trying to answer is, what's the most efficient way of choosing subsets to get representation from all of those. This is so Fraser's bag. Is, this is, oh, Give, God. Do I, don't apply, want, do, I don't want the bloody meeting anymore. How, how do we use this insight to get a meeting? So this is particularly useful for the example I gave at the end there of, you know, we are trying to get everyone to a training session. You want to do it in as few meetings as possible. Um, and so what you do I here see. Right, so it's about how splitting up we're splitting up a group. Of the the big set here being all the people who need to go on the training course. Yeah. Yep. And you're trying to find out and how... And the subsets are then dates or meeting times. Ah, and so each... Which contains each, right, I see. A number of people who's available then. Exactly. Right. Well, I mean, um, I suppose you could say that actually all meetings are some version of that, but they but uh, the extreme cases. With right? different constraints. And like we, we, so, so I have one where I need uh, six people precisely 
Yeah. And 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 I so I basically reduced it to the problem of finding the set which contains all of those. Yes. This six is starting people. to feel like some of the meetings that I've been in. <laughs> um, absolutely uh, gripping stuff. Yeah. Fraser, this uh, for I those mean, with eyes to see. Yeah. Um, well, just, just before Fraser puts puts the ban on any puts any the kibosh on any thinking. actual insight yeah. analysis. Um, the the set cover problem uh, formulated as what's the minimum number of, of mm. sets that you can choose or subsets. Um, which would be the minimum number of meetings in this case, is NP-hard, which is sad. Right, but that also might illustrate why this is a hard problem. It is, but interestingly, you can do quite a... You can do a decent job of it just using a greedy algorithm that makes the best choice at each So you just turns. go find the date with the most people, start there, exactly. and then just fill then in. which date has the most of the remaining people, and so on. Not always the best. Sometimes the same person is going to be... Yeah, yeah, a yeah, surplus to requirements. Yeah, well, look, Fraser, here's another number you might just... I thought it'd be worth putting another... Just to also illustrating why this is hard. So firstly, the in, in its general form, trying to arrange a meeting is NP hard. Um, if I reckon that for about two to three hours a day, I'm in meetings at mm. any given time over the next couple of weeks, say. And, I, and probably I'm busy... Let's say that I'm I'm also busy on one out of three Saturday nights. It's more than that, but let's just run with it. With if I gave a date, if I put a date out there, so I'm available on like the seventh of June. The probability that all five people, if they're the same as me, are going to be available is only thirteen percent, mm. right? So so in order to just to put a list of dates up that will hit all six of them, um, I, I'm going to have to propose like eight separate dates. Just to have a kind of you know decent chance that all of them will be able to make one of those dates. Um, if I was trying to arrange a meeting where ten people need to be around under those same conditions, there's only a one point seven chance that any given time slot they'll be available. So that is, shows you why this is nightmarish, right? Yeah, because if I if I've got a, if I've got to get a meeting together with ten different people, on average I'd have to propose like fifty six you know fifty dates. 60 dates to, to find one or times to find one where they're where everyone's available that is it's assuming horrible. obviously that everyone's independently busy yes that's true but that that then you end up with what always ends up happening which is you go right i'm not going to have meetings after three o'clock in the afternoon and inevitably it's like someone is like well, we've got to have this meeting this week the only time we can do is half past four and and uh, you know and you're stuffed you start ending up having meetings at stupid times. Guys, no, look, yeah. you're missing the point. Oh. Um, it's just too many meetings. Um, I So I, I have very few meetings in my life. Um, I have very few work meetings, thank God. Um, um, but even socially, I don't have that many. Um, maybe it's because I just don't have many friends. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't... You guys, you, 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 your life sounds like they're crammed with meetings. Are they really? Um, and I think you're making a big deal out of this. And if it's that hard to do, just don't bother with the meetings. That's my view. I think you're obsessed with meetings. No, you're, I think you're, you're probably right. I think there's a lot of unnecessariness. Uh, a mm. lot of meetings. I, maybe a lot of them could be handled just by with Slack messages or something. But there are times where you definitely need to have a meeting. Do, do you want some theory? <laughs> no. Well, I'm going to give it to you. It's about common knowledge. Okay. Have you? There's a lot of these common knowledge paradoxes oh, in um, in game theory. So here's an example, right? And it's meeting, sort of meeting related, really. But let's say that you and I have previously arranged 
to go to the dog By the way, and duck. I just want to cut into this for a minute. I just, as I look at you, talk to me, I just think of the amount of meetings that you and I have scheduled. Yeah. And, and 10 minutes after the meeting was meant to start, you call me up and say, Fraser, yeah. where the hell are you? Yeah, it does and I seem go, to oh, be Nick, a... I'm so sorry. And I've done it again. And... You're like one of these people who sort of says, oh, I don't know why everyone's so uh, obsessed. People should be more laid back about it. And in fact, you're just pushing all the costs onto other people. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. doing all the work arranging them. And indeed, you don't yeah. even then turn up. So if nothing else, because of that, you, I've, you've got some capital built up with me in this. So you, you go for it. Yeah, just, go on. Just to give you some capital back, Fraser, there yeah. have been quite a lot of lunchtime meetings that Nick has put in my calendar ah. and then messaged me saying, oh, I'm actually having lunch now. Oh. During during the time slot, yeah, so, why not, Nick? So and there was me feeling all guilty all this time. Well, ways. we'll get to how how power imbalances affect your ability <laughs> to turn up at meetings in yeah. due course. But the um, so the this 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 problem of common knowledge where um is is so we've arranged to meet at the dog and duck. Yes. And you and but and this is you and me. You've now checked TripAdvisor and discovered that the um you know the painted lady around yeah. the corner is a better pub. Yeah. So you send me a text message. Yeah saying let's meet there instead but the key thing is we want to meet to, the meeting is the overriding concern us being in the same pub so you don't get a text message back from me to acknowledge our, uh, the change in venue so what do we do well the optimal thing for you to do is to think well nick probably hasn't got the message so you go you end up at the dog and duck i know what i would do actually you go to the dog and duck get me and then we both go to the painted i'd lady. hang around in the street for a while yeah, he wouldn't turn up to either of them. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But the, but the problem is, okay, but when I send you a text message to acknowledge that I got your message, yeah. but I don't get a message back acknowledging the fact you've received it, I might think, well, he might not have received it, and he might think that I've never got the... So you think, well, I'll send one back to Nick. And the point is that actually we can keep exchanging messages infinitely, but if there's some chance the other person won't read one, then it all collapses to us ending up in the first place. But if we can simultaneously be in the same place and both do it, you effectively shortcut all of that and you end up with common knowledge. So that's why arranging these things and sharing information face to face is like so useful doing things simultaneously compared to back and forth which you mm. kind of get with with emails and that's that's why people want meetings but it's also inter alia why trying to arrange them when you're not face to face is such a nightmare nicely, yeah i think that's nicely made come back to that point about sharing everyone's calendars ultimately yeah. you, you need a meeting to share the calendars to arrange the meeting yeah and then but but why why but we i agree so why doesn't everyone just share their calendar? Do you have a shareable calendar? I do. Um, yes, I do. And it works well for my work work. It works nicely for that. Um, and I've tried to share it with my wife, but she refuses to sort of get involved. Engage. Yeah. 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 She's devoted and married to her kitchen calendar on the wall, you know, so mm. that's that. Well, I guess and then the rest of the family can see it, though. Yeah, exactly. And she's yeah. got a fair point. And, and there is something that's, you know, nice about writing stuff down and, you know, I, you know. Um, but we can put online polls, right, I guess, which is the kind of closest equivalent. So you kind of doodle poll type things, mm. which I occasionally have had to resort to. Mm. I find them a nightmare because actually they make uh, they make everyone have to do the same amount of work, which is a lot because you, you, you have to check through your calendar first of all, to decide which dates you're going to say are, are on the poll. And then everyone else has to check every single day and respond to all of them. Mm. Um, and, you know, and then you you eventually get 
an answer, but it seems like an enormous amount of work. But this is to, also about... It feels like it'd be much quicker if you could just sure. everyone in the same room and have a chat. So that would be good. Why don't we all just get together in the same room and have a chat? Yeah. Well, when are we going to get together in the same room and have a chat? You have to already have arranged a meeting in order to get yeah, that yeah, out yeah. of the way. But also it's, this it's, is... It's an infinite regress of nightmare. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm gonna delight you now, go on. Nick, by saying this is all to do with aims, right? And what you want. Right, because, go on. Because um, your, your stand-up game, whatever it's called... What's it Here called? I Stand. Here I Stand. Um, that sounds brilliant. Um, and I'm, I, I would imagine that those six participants are willing to put in quite a lot of effort to ensure that that meeting goes ahead. So you go through all the trials and tribulations and, and, and the, the disappointments, et cetera, mm. of, of scheduling. And then, oh, you manage to schedule. You've got a date. OK, it's worth it. OK, but imagine doing that same thing for a meeting with your accountant. OK. Well, I'd say our accountant is lovely, and I would positively enough. relish meeting. But I, I him, suspect but... you you take my point, yeah. which is that sometimes you just couldn't be. Uh, I no, this is too much hassle. Fuck that meeting. Okay, yeah. I'm not going. I don't. Meetings are stupid, right? So, mm, shouldn't that be factored into the equation? Like, how much do we want to have this meeting? And maybe it forces us to go. Do you know what? I'm going to cut down in meetings in my life. Is that of any interest at all? Yeah. Everyone's how do we nodding. do it? Brilliant. How do we do it? I feel like we've become trapped into a high meeting frequency equilibrium. What do we do, Tom? Well, my my main thought from your your here I stand issue is that all your uh, your your board game collaborators should simply move in with you. Yeah. And then you'll always be in the same room, always be able to share your calendars. Problem solved. That's that's true. And and so this you know the the, the solution is to it definitely and here is a recommendation is always arrange the, the date of the next meeting at, at during the previous game um i mean you know as i said it's only ah, that something went wrong three solutions time. already so mine get a, a diary scheduler two move in together three hey you 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 managed to make that happen that thing said to make a meeting we all need to be together boom we're all together let's make it so three solutions but straight away nick's nick's solution has the one fatal flaw of which comes first the chicken or the egg yeah how do you I, get that first meeting? Yeah, how do you, you get it in you, the calendar first? I presume at some point you've had a meeting with these guys. Well, so. it, lockdown. So you can kick off in lockdown when no yeah. one's doing anything. But and then you you've got go the ball rolling. But as one. soon as it yeah. goes wrong, as soon as one of the tyres goes flat. oh. If someone's ill and can't come, yeah. then they're not there for the, the second no, to decide when the, the next whole thing is. breaks down. Um, um, do we want to broaden this out? I mean... We're talking about the problems of scheduling. Is there anything we, I mean, and I, I, I recognise we can be in danger, especially, God forbid, someone like me getting a bit moany about uh, meetings. Um, but well, I haven't brought, I haven't talked about information theory yet, and I know you want me to. Yeah, no, I was waiting for that. Um, <laughs> and, um, but we're, we're, we're groping our way towards the end. And this also points to some solutions as well, by the way. This information theory, few observations, um, points to some some solutions to this right which is so there's a lot of information did you in say your information systems theory theory sorry yeah, go there's on. a lot of information contained in a calendar right like if you think about you could be doing lots of things during let's say 15 minute slots in your in your day that's 32 slots and each of those slots can be in a number of different states you could be busy or free or whatever mm. uh, or you might want to you know think about well what you're doing because some of those slots you're going to be doing something which is you know kind of optional and can be moved and in others you definitely can't move it and and when you're sharing that information that's just a lot of information to share 
right? That's that's why this is hard because there's so much to share. You know, the solution like we'll show that person your calendar is put, making them do the work really of analysing. In fact, I had I w- worked with this guy um, who, whenever I said, "Oh, are you going to be around? Can can we set up a meeting next week?" He just would take a screenshot of his calendar and send it to me. I absolutely infuriating yeah. uh it's like okay well now i have to do the work yeah. of finding a slot right but if but, you propose the meeting is that not right fair? and now that so brings us on to yeah thing. we'll get to, but i just the one by the way, way stop don't let chris lear do that to you anymore keep going <laughs> keep going one one thing that um this the implication is right that if you can somehow compress the information in a calendar uh, the easier it would be to share. So here's one of my proposals, that you have two meeting slots per day and they're at 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Mm. And now you just have two two pieces, two bits of information mm. to share each day. So if I wanted to show you my week's calendar, um, I just send you a 10-digit binary number. And now you have all the information you need. In fact, we can just do a really simple binary uh, multiplication to find out when we're both available. Simple. Uh, yeah, but the point is it's a lot simpler than having to go through a calendar where there's 50 different slots each day. Uh, what I'm saying is we all agree that 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock are the meeting times and there's never a meeting outside that. And and so you all you have to do is say, you know, on de- this day, I'm, I've, I've got, I'm a zero and a one. Yeah. Instead of having to communicate a load of tedious information, so that's but that's my proposal. Sounds utterly impractical. Yeah, two yeah, two I, meeting slots. And if 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 something is you know if you need a meeting this week, you've got to cancel one of the ones that's already there. Well, I look forward to uh, you know hairdressers only ever cutting two people's hair per day. Um, <laughs> but it seems as though you haven't actually solved the problem oh, yeah. of scheduling a meeting. You've just said there's too much time. It'll be easier if there's less time. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, no, standardize the slots because I think we've got too much freedom. There's too much of this all half nine here, bloody quarter to ten there. You know. What about meetings of different length? Illegal under my system. Right. <laughs> well, and what would the punishment be? A meeting. <laughs> that you have to schedule a meeting in the old meeting scheduling fashion. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually quite like your system as long as you don't start sending me binary stuff that I need. You said ten numbers that I need to calculate or something. No, you just—it's just a string of ten ones and zeros which tell you everything about my calendar for the week, and then you can I just look—you just put your ones and zeros yeah. over the top and look for where there's both okay. zeros. It is simple. It is simple. Okay, well we can let's do that. Yeah. For I'm our here. next pod, pre-podcast chat meeting, send me that. Yeah, and I'm afraid it does mean that. You know, for example, hairdressers will have to dr- okay. drastically reduce their like output. I care. There's no other way of well, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, okay, look, we need to stop. I, 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 I don't know where, if we've reached any kind of conclusion. There's something I want to move I've on. I've got to. one more proposal. Yeah, which is you know, I was saying it's, it's really easy to arrange meetings face to face. Are you going to say it's not? No, it's just what what you do is at, at Monday morning at half past nine. Everyone in the whole world all goes onto Discord or something at the same time, mm. and you find the people you need to arrange meetings with, mm. and you just talk it out and you work out a good slot, and that takes maybe two or three mins, and you just Let's do make that sure we with do everyone. This, uh, GMT or BST, but yeah, go on. Yeah, so you just but you just go and find them while they're there, but everyone is in that room at the same time, and you just don't have to do any more emails. Or, but the point is that you, you you don't have to arrange this meeting in advance. You don't have to arrange a meeting to arrange a meeting because it always happens at half past nine on a Monday. 
Mm. And I don't care if you're Australian. Just it's yeah. the same time. And I just you've got, got one, one issue here. Go on. That's not at nine or ten. And those are the only acceptable meeting slots. So. I, I resign. He's right. No, <laughs> he's but, got me. No, but this is a whole. This is a different model. So you're you're, yeah. you're already too, yeah. That's true. Actually, you're yeah, too that, hung up on no, the other I, model. You, you either already... go one or the other. You can't have. You don't need both. Clearly, the other model was ridiculous. So you forget, I don't know why you're still persisting with that. Um, okay, uh, as we chat, a couple of things have occurred to me. Is you know some of my bad meeting habits. Go on. Well, not actually in the meetings, but. I mean, the amount of times you've scheduled a meeting with me and I've at the last minute I go, oh, I need to change it, Nick. OK. And yeah. and that is usually Shocking. because I'm terrible. I'm always double booking myself. Um, and so someone sends me a calendar invite. I always go, yeah. And I just stick it in straight away. Mm. And then usually on the day itself or as the meeting's meant to be starting, that's when I realise that I'm meant to be, you know. You've got four in, meetings yeah, there. And, and one of them I need to be in Edinburgh and the other one I'm taking my kids to the doctor. And, you know, and oh God, I've got to speak to Nick again. Um, so, yeah. Are you saying Nick doesn't take priority over those other yeah, two well, tasks? Yeah, no, unfortunately not. Yeah, um, well, there we are. So, <laughs> um, and in fact, that's what you say to me. You said, I should, you always say to me, I should be taking priority, Fraser. And, but the reality is that you're not. Um, I, I'm actually your customer. Yes. Believe it or I not. I know. And the customer, isn't the customer always yes. meant to be right? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. This is, this is, but this is the, the part of the majesty and complexity uh, that, is, that is me, you know? So yeah, well, this is, I, this is what I'm we've nothing alluded if not to. Flaw, I'm flawed. We haven't, we haven't mentioned this yet. We just said we were going to mention it. But I, I think there is an element, as, as Tom was saying earlier, where if you're the one who wants the meeting to happen, yeah. you've got to do the running, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like you're... how polite or not you are in an email, right, to someone, because you know if if we email back and forth, you know we're mates and that's fine. You know, I don't care about grammar errors, etc. Um, but if you're writing, you know, to not even someone formal, but someone who you, you you need something from them, well, you know, it's got to be a nice, polite email mm. and you know, well thought out and structured and so on. Um, it, yeah. As you say, it's, 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 it's a power imbalance. Also. But it's not quite, is it? Because what if I want to summon someone to a meeting because they've been naughty? Mm. Um, if I said, if I said, right, are you uh, 10 o'clock on, on Monday? It's your naughtiness dressing down session. Great. And they said, uh, sorry, but busy then. Can you just check my calendar and put, put something in? Bit, bit busy uh, doing mischief. Yeah. <laughs> Be yeah. like, oh, that's a bit rude, actually. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen that in the workplace. I mean, not specifically with naughty what, stuff. people, but people sort of putting it back and saying, oh, no, I'm busy, sorry. Yeah, I've seen it in terms of, it got me thinking about when I was working in quite a large company about power structures within within an organisation and formal and in informal power structures. And there was this uh, quite new MD, who's the MD, quite important, and every week we were meant to have this meeting and, and there was one guy who was pretty much never there, who in theory was in, inferior, um, but in practice had a lot of social uh, capital. Um, Barry. In, yeah, Barry, in, in the company. And basically it, was, it became clear to everyone that he could do what he wanted. And actually he could. But did they deal with the Barry problem? No. Um, Barry's still there to this day not I, I, turning I, up at meetings. Barry left and formed his own company from what I've seen. It looks to be doing very well. But Barry was Barry. able to do that because... Um, he made an awful lot of money for that company. And he wasn't even a sales guy, but he made a lot of money from him. He created products. He could do what he wanted. And therefore, his calendar time is viewed as more valuable and so takes priority, yeah. right? I think it was analysed further because it was, it was probably never... It was, yeah, I mean, you're right, 
but I don't think everyone even thought about it in mm. that r way. It was just, just he was Barry. Yeah, it was Barry. Well, don't, because don't if you make Barry. Barry come to that meeting at eleven o'clock on a Friday, that's one that's one fewer golf game he's having. Yeah, with, this is what you know. Yeah, this is what Tom's saying, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, we need to finish. Barry's time is money. Yeah. Um, by the way, this guy's name was so far removed from the name Barry. It's not true. But anyway. Um, what is the opposite of Barry? <laughs> That's a good, that would make a good podcast. Yeah. We already did what's the oppo yeah. opposite of celery. Yeah. We should do what's the opposite of Barry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't, there's no point because it's actually a good question. <laughs> You're it's a really good question. Listen, um, if Nick doesn't mind, Tom, before we finish off, have you got anything you would like to finish off on? Because I've got something, okay? But No, I, I'm excited for the Fraser question for this podcast. <laughs> well, it's actually not a question, but... Um, oh. Um, I just want to uh, read something out because, Nick, you were talking earlier on about uh, you and me, we're going to meet at the Dog and Duck, right? Mm. Um, and we're texting back and forth. Well, I have a real-life example of this. Um, oh, God, what moron could get something like that wrong? Yeah, from question. today. Okay? What? Um, now, let's see if I can find it. Bear with me. This is thrilling podcast radio. It is. It really it is. Is. Let's keep that pause. For listeners who can't see, Fraser is currently scrolling on his phone looking for evidence. Looking for the, the most recent text message that he sent, which was to me. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to... I tell you what, why don't I be me and you no, be you? No. Yeah, okay, good idea. I can't find it at the because moment. Because the though. microphone's in the way. He's also holding the phone very far away. Like a though, granddad. As though he's really old. <laughs> right, not, I've got them here. Was it on text? Rather than WhatsApp. Text, yeah. I can't fucking find it. Go to your text message app. What time was it at? Um, 0848. How can you not? It's the most recent Here text. Here we go. Right. right. So, you want me to be me? We could. Let's do it the other way around. Okay, you yeah. be me and I'll be you. Are you going to do the voices? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So it starts off with me, I'm Nick, at... To at eight forty eight this morning. I'm confused already. And by the way, I had already warned Nick via email to not be late. When you for, say mm. you had warned Nick, do you mean Nick had warned Nick or Fraser had warned Nick? So Fraser had warned Nick <laughs> right. already by email. So there's the context. Two days before to not be late go on today. Then. Okay, I am Nick here. Yes, go. Which of the? I'm going to read this. Which of the two conflict? Eight forty eight this morning. Which of the two conflicting addresses on the different appointments is correct? Uh, I'll send you a clarifying email. You need to get to the print room address. That's such bad acting. Okay. No, we should read this neutrally. Otherwise, it's not fair. Okay. All right. So, which of the two... 8.48 this morning. Which of the two conflicting addresses on the different appointments is correct? I sent you a clarifying email. You need to go to the print room address. Right. We're going to do this differently because I what? don't like I don't like your voice that you're doing at me. We do it. What? Yeah. So honestly, I'm, they won't be able to this is, not this, is, this is amazing content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do all this, okay? Oh, all of it. Yeah, all, all right. of it, okay? Fine. And I'm going to present a nice objective, yeah? Just go for okay. it. Nick this morning says to me by text, "Which of the two conflicting addresses on the different appointments is correct?" It's quite aggressive, I felt. Um, I sent you a clarifying email. This is what you're saying to me? Yes. So yeah. Fraser replies, I sent you a clarifying email. Send. Next bit. You need to, still me, you need to go to the print room address. He gets back to me, Nick. Why not just correct the wrong appointment? Question mark, exclamation. Okay. I put, why not just read my email? Nick puts, why not just answer my question? <laughs> 
I get back to him because the question is stupid. <laughs> and then I put, I'm on 15% battery and cannot afford to be participating in this conversation. And then I put, and then I remembered something, um, brackets, and in fact, the previous time I did cancel the placeholder invitation and you sent me an email saying, what? Exclamation marks. It's so confusing. <laughs> I was involved in these text messages and I, I've completely lost so track on the previous of what's time, going on. Exactly. Basically, what you had asked me to do, I did previously, saying, why well, didn't cancel the, the other one? <laughs> and I said, I did cancel it previously, by the way, last time. And you sent me an email saying, what the hell are you doing cancelling the meeting? Um, Have you got, are you quite finished? And then I put, you, Mariah, are impossible. Yeah. Uh, Mariah Carey, diva. Tune in next week for the the next instalment in our thrilling radio drama. <laughs> so brilliant. So what point are you trying to make other than you come over as a complete arse? Um, in theory, I'm trying to make two points. In theory, I mean, you're painting me as the bad guy who's like who's no good with meetings and, and wait, 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 yeah. who's no good with meetings. But actually, it's you who's who's really bad at the whole meeting thing and an information exchange. Okay, <laughs> to put it in your language, um, one. But two, I think it's a, I think it delightfully illustrates the the the, the precious relation, the, the unique relationship that we have. Yeah. And I do sometimes feel when I'm I'm texting and emailing you, I should be a bit more polite to Nick. He's my customer. But anyway, there we go. Um, it wouldn't be the same. Wouldn't All be right. the same. Are we, is our work here done? <laughs> I don't think there's any way we can continue from no, that. No, Let's uh, draw a line under that. Let's wind up there. Yeah. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser McGrew, been here with Nick Hare and Tom Spence of Aleph Insights. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.